confession. I didn't watch T2. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I've seen it enough times, and I couldn't deal with watching fucking Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne? <laughs> is that his new name? <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, Edward Furlong. Eddie, Eddie not Redmayne. Now all I am going to think about is this movie with Eddie Furlong doing Eddie Redmayne's whisper screaming thing. <laughs> I can't even do it. If you really want to shine them on, you say, Hasta la vista, baby! Oh my god. episode of the daily screening podcast my name as always is jane nope my name is not jamie <laughs> see see what i did there see what i did there are you a film scholar i am not a film scholar because jamie is jamie is i am not certified <laughs> bonafide bonafides she's got bonafides no, my name is not jamie my name is in fact daily uh joining the me this jamie week yes well that's what it's going to become i guess Joining me this week, my certified film scholar and lovely wife, Jamie. Hello, Hello. Jamie. Hey. And, uh, and of course, my partner in prehistoric crime, Bartholomew Devon. Hello, Bart. Hey. 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 Uh, this week, Alan. <laughs> this week. Alan. Oh, my God. Uh, we will be talking two movies. Uh, we will be continuing uh, round two of our Terminator rewatch uh, with T2. Uh, Judgment Day, and then we are, of course, moving on to this week's new release, Jurassic World. Uh, yeah. So let's start with T2. All right. Um, remember, remember we're, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep this podcast as interactive as possible. Yeah. So let's start with T2. All right. Remember, remember, we're, I'm trying, I'm continuing our, our efforts to keep this broad, this broadcast. You are. Brief. You yes. are. <laughs> it's going to be. All right. Thwarted. It's going to be. Thwarted at every turn. But... I'll, sh- I'll shut up. Okay. Uh, this is T2. Uh, this is the Jurassic World from 1993.com.au.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.uk.
uh, Ninja Turtles, your, the original live-action Ninja Turtles for me. Menthol or regular? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, those are regular or menthol, sir. Sam it's it's well. regular or menthol. It's not menthol or regular. Speaking it's, of that, actually, just as an aside, Anna turns to me this morning and she says, Do you have Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> have you met me, roommate? I was like, which format do you want? <laughs> How many Ds? Yeah, exactly. Just kidding. Just kidding. I, there's no 3D one. Yeah, no. Thank God. Um, although, and look, we're, I don't want to get on too much of a digression here, but it bears mentioning, uh, I don't know if you saw this, I assume you saw this. Um, what, the product placement in Jurassic World? No, well, yes, no, that's <laughs> hard to miss. Uh, no, 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 they announced casting for the Janine role in our new all-female Ghostbusters. That. I did see that. Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth. Yay! Will be playing the secretary. I think it's fantastic. It's uh, it's that, well that I'm on board with. I'm so, so excited. I wanted to, like... I mean, obviously, make it their own and whatever, but I want him to be just as like, hold on a minute, I'll transfer you. <laughs> we <laughs> got one! <laughs> the only other person it could have been was Channing Tatum. Yeah, no, I would have been Because okay. that, that, that would have been good casting. Yeah. But I feel like he's already done a lot of those, like, silly goofball cameo Cameos, type yeah. things yeah. where it's kind of this like, is the end that's kind his of thing things, now. Yeah. yeah, so it's like Chris Hemsworth doing it as like an extra step. Um, well, okay, let's go, let's get back to T2. Uh, T2, uh, you, we talked about it last week, you uh-huh. mentioned, you compared it to Aliens, uh, when we were uh, talking about Terminator versus Terminator sort, 2, and sort, you were saying Terminator yes. 2 and Aliens are kind of No, of, well, of I wasn't piece. comparing them to each other, I was saying that the relationship between Terminator and Terminator 2 right. is not unlike between Alien yeah, and, and aliens. aliens. Right. But it reminded me, maybe it's because that was and in like my Piranha, head. And like Piranha, and Piranha yeah, 2. indeed. Uh, the, the opening of this one... Uh, really kind of reminded me of the opening of Aliens, where you know you start with yeah. that kind of yeah. serene, like slow pan across the the spaceship, um, and then the laser and the, the robot arm comes in, and then the laser yeah. like blows the door open, and there's like explosions and all this crazy. Speaking shit. of which, in the in the Blu-ray of Aliens, that was when I was like, oh, this print, yeah, oh my god, I know, right? Um, Get the Blu-ray of Aliens; it's really freaking great yeah i know it's amazing although i will say this one actually looked pretty good too the t2 blu-ray actually that was my question i wish i'd watched it with you yeah um, for that reason no the t2 but blu-ray looks really good that's actually. good i'm actually very happy to hear that because um, that's a movie that deserves a good print no it does did the alien air alien did the uh the model sort of stuff hold up okay yeah totally doesn't look like models well too much. so we'll get into or at that least not not ridiculously we'll get into that most for the most part it works the effects for the most part hold up there's a few choice moments and a few choice effects individually that are sort of like yeah that's not really yeah. as good as the i remember he doesn't do it any favors yeah you can see every little bit of it like, so like when t1000 gets shot like mm-hmm. especially with the heavy gauge bullets and it makes those like big yeah, ripples yeah. that kind of stand off of his right. uniform yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. it's like wow hey that's tinfoil that someone stapled to his oh, shirt is it? Like, yeah. it just looks for the first time ever it's like ooh, that's not like a cg like that's something they just glued onto his shirt that oh, doesn't look okay. good at yeah. all because i mean i remember the first time yeah in on vhs yeah and no, on dvd and it looks amazing yeah it doesn't like flop around or anything but it's just sort of like but you, you can, can see that it's a practical effect yeah, that yeah. doesn't really mesh but yeah so every everything like right out of the gate everything is bigger here um, although it's interesting because you had that, that you have that big opening in the future mm-hmm. uh, with you know laser blasters and the hunter killer robots and yeah, John yeah. Connor and his scarred up face and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, whereas the first movie has you know constant flashbacks to the future, mm-hmm. or flash forwards to the future, um, we really just get the one. 
at the beginning and that's it. And we never yeah, really Yeah, well, I mean, there's so much again. going on in present day that no, you, I know. you don't need it. It would bog it down. Exactly, no. I, I bet in a longer cut, I bet there was more. But Well, it's interesting because we watched uh, on the Blu-ray, there, there's a special edition with, like, extra scenes edited in. We did not watch that. But we did watch some deleted scenes, like, from the menu. And yeah. one of them is an alternate ending where it literally flashes forward 30 years into the future uh, where, like... Everyone's at after, peace. after the events of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it's like it's like te- it basically uh, takes from the assumption that they actually stopped Stop Judgment, Judgment Day, Day. and okay. then it jumps like thirty years in the future, and John Connor's now like a senator, and Sarah Connor's like an old lady. Kid. Yeah, it's on like a, a weird <laughs> the animal space house? Age playground and the stuff. Animal house ending. Yeah, exactly. And she's talking into a recorder, which explains the random odd voiceover throughout yeah. the rest of yeah. the movie. Yeah, you know how yeah. she like r- halfway through the movie, suddenly Sarah Connor starts doing voiceover to no one in particular. You're like, mm-hmm. who? Who are you talking to? Why is this voice? Why did this voiceover start happening? Yeah. Uh, it's because in the future she's dictating, like just like the first one where she's uh, dictating to the uh. tape. Now she's dictating in the future, but then they cut the ending out. So now there's just these bizarre voiceovers just kind of well, flopping around there throughout ro- the movie. It's, that's a road to nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the effects are all every like I said, every everything's bigger. You yeah. have that just that slow the opening credit sequence, which is just like a slow pan over the world on fire, just like a children's playground in flames and shit like that. I always liked that. Before. No, it's great, yeah. but it's just sort of like, hey, look, we're spending money this time. We were we're not shooting in somebody's basement. It's great. That's fine. Uh, also, the one that I really love is you actually see the time bubbles this time. Uh, which well, yeah. I was kind of expecting the first time in the first one I forgot that you don't really see them in the first one I like, love the time bubbles yeah the camera like cuts away here you see the like the bubble expand and there's that stuff where like it cleaves off the fence or like the corner of the truck and stuff like yeah, well, that. that that's one thing I always loved about uh, about T I think it's T2 is mm-hmm. is when he because there's one where he's in the desert right yeah he's in uh, the sand there's no, sand. No. Is that T three? It might be T three. Definitely not two. There's, yeah, T two. He uh, he materializes in like a parking lot. No, I remember that like one, but I thought there was. Oh, hmm. well. In any anyway, T one thousands in the city somewhere. So it's oh, not that. God, it must be. It might be. It must, it must be three. Anyway, I'm thinking of he comes back and he's in he's in sand. Yeah, yeah. His time bubble and it becomes shit. glass at the bottom. I yeah, was like, that's that's awesome. I think that's the third one. Yeah. Uh, I, which I can't fucking. Wait oh, to I watch. can't wait to watch that one. Um, and like, I haven't seen that one since theater, so I'm very. Oh, I love T three. Yeah. That one we're watching together. I know. And here's like my one thing where I'm like, Hold on, do you love it or do you like hate love it? Like, do you legit think it's good? I don't think that loving it and thinking it's good are no, the that's same why I'm thing. Asking. No, that's why I'm asking. My, okay. I didn't know if there's one of those things where it's like, I, I didn't know if you love it the way I love Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Hunter probably. Or, or if you love it like because you think it's good, and I don't remember it well enough to know if it's good. Okay. I, I remember not liking it, but I was also however okay. old I was when it came out. So you know how you love The Room? It's not that. Yeah. Okay. It's not and like, it, oh, this movie's terrible and it's fun to, like, you know point out how terrible no, it is my, my favorite thing in all movies for all time no matter what kind of movie it is if it is a movie that knows exactly what it is and tries to be the best version of itself with that in mind oh, okay. and doesn't try like when it doesn't mo- have illusion delusions of grandeur exactly like and t3 knows that it's it's fucking t3 yeah like it knows like okay we arnold's need, too old to it's, be doing this yeah, it's Arnold's <laughs> too old but we know it and there so we, we got could, we, we couldn't get linda hamilton back <laughs> yeah so we we got we got that girl from the ooey bowl movies and like oh yeah no and you know who else is in it bryce dallas howard is she really she plays the no no, no. i'm sorry no movie. it was it's claire danes it's it was, claire danes. It was yeah. supposed to be bryce dallas howard and she dropped out at the last minute and claire danes replaced her oh, fine she wasn't doing it uh, I think she was doing uh, one of the M. Night Shyamalan movies. Oh, was it that time? Yeah. In my head, those are like totally... In my head, the village and whatever is like eight years after no. 
Anyway, so T2 is a good movie. T3 knew that there was no way it was going to outdo T2. And they didn't make the mistake that Alien 3 made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alien 3 tries to be really good the way Alien originally was good. And it isn't. Yeah. T3 knew that it like to follow t2 all you can do is kind of lean into it yeah it's and just so dumb. it's just like it's just blow up everything is that that crane that we used for like a, a like a crane shot bring it in blow yeah. it up yeah exactly like, that's what they did in t3 they just leaned into it and it's i think better for it yeah no it's it's fantastic it's, it's fun nonsense exactly. not unlike jurassic world indeed um but can we get into the insanity that we noticed uh well, well yeah, yeah we'll i feel, can't wait to hear I feel what this like is we need to wrap up soon. yeah well let's we'll, we'll get into that um there's uh, okay we talk about that uh we barton i have we have to mention this and i mentioned this to you while we were watching it but i could not watch this movie without thinking of david fucking Wass. what david Wass, the security guard at milton academy <laughs> t1000 Oh, <laughs> I forgot about him. I know. The first time Robert Patrick showed up on screen. So one of the security guards at Bart Mai's high school uh, looked exactly like Robert Patrick. To the point that we, called him that. we just referred to, to him face. as T-1000. And then whenever we'd watch T-2, we would, we would call T-1000 David Watts. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that that's, lasted for years. That's fair. <laughs> and I forgot about it until the second he showed up on screen. And I went, ah, David Watts! <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, so we have to talk about uh, the John, Con- what we refer to as the John Connor age dilemma. So, this is what happened. Okay. We. You're going to love this. All of a sudden, partway through, and I think this was like a well bit after the doctor said how old Sarah Connor was, but it had been like brewing in my head for a yeah. while, and so then finally it was just like. Early in the movie, the do- they're walking down the hallway of the hospital, and, and the doctor's... he's giving a bio of Yeah, her he's telling all the medical doctors. students about her, yeah. and he says, oh, she's a 29-year-old female. And, so it, like, and we instantly went, mm, No, 29. but it wasn't instantly. It was later. I was like, did he say earlier that she was 29? Does he mean, like, when she was admitted? Or do they want us to believe that she's 29? Because John Connor's got to be what? Like... 13, 14, I was gonna say like 10 maybe or 11, 12. 12. And so I was like, would that make her like 16 In when the first she one? had him? It's like, that doesn't make any sense. And then we were thinking about it. We're like, wait, his date of birth should be on the screen when T-1000 pulls him up. Oh, and then in my yeah. head, again, because I've seen this movie so many times, in my head, I'm already thinking, I'm pretty sure it says 1985. But then I'm like, that doesn't make any damn sense. Because that would make him, that would make him 10. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he has a dirt bike. Yeah, he has How a dirt bike. How many 10-year-olds get to... And he rides, like, to the mall. And not only does he ride it... all day long. And he takes it on, like, freeways and yeah. stuff. Like, it's a and car, basically. And he knows how to fix it and yeah. stuff, too. So we go back. No, no. They want us to believe that this movie, he is 10. He was born in 1985, and he is 10. So that's the first thing. That he is supposed to be a 10-year-old who basically, you know, has it... Like, we were thinking about it. Dale was like, wait, how old... When you're 10, you're what? In fifth grade i was like yeah depending well no i was like depending on if you just turned 10 or you're about to turn 11 you are either in fourth or fifth grade yeah so this is a sub middle school child who is running around on a dirt bike going to the mall by himself and driving his dirt bike on the freeway so that was already the first thing where we were like this is some bullshit yeah and so then we were trying to figure out we were trying to like reconstruct the entire timeline because at first we just like could not believe that he was 10 at first we were like it doesn't make any sense for him to be 13 like that doesn't work with the timeline because then it'd be what like 1998 but they said skynet happens in 1997 so it can't be 
it can't be 1997. So then we started Googling. Oh, no. And then... What did the internet say? And the internet informed us, aside from the fact that he is supposed to be 10 in the second movie, that the third movie, which we have yet to watch, essentially did when he morphs into a reframing of the entire timeline. Oh, great. Because maybe they... Were, the theory on this website is that maybe they wanted T3 to take place in the year of release. Because T1, uh, Terminator 2 was released in 91, but mm -hmm. it's technically set in 95. Okay. Even though... Because that always works. Even though the original Terminator was came out and was set in 84. Like, they're, they're right. not fucking with time But to adhere to their timeline, yeah. they had to do it this way. Yeah. Um, because otherwise he'd be, what, eight? Yeah. Um, so, they retconned the whole thing to say that T3, T2 happened when he was 13. Like, okay. he even says, I was 13 when they came for me. And Claire Danes even says, you just disappeared in the middle of 8th grade. So, that oh. was already fun in games. Um, but then, they say that Sarah Connor died of cancer in 1997, but that she was diagnosed in 1994. Which means since T2 is supposed to have taken place in 1995, she, she had cancer, cancer the whole that movie. entire time. That whole time <laughs> T2 was happening, she is leukemia ridden. And she knows and it. she knows it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was good times. Um, and they also say in that movie that she was born in 1989. You match everything to the T3 timeline. Like, if you say, yeah. okay, everyone's the ages they said they were. They're all T3. lying. No, then that means, like, T2 would have had to have taken place in the 80s, and T1 would have had to have taken place in 1978, and then everything matches up. Yeah. If you no, assume no, no. those things, You need things, to match it all to the Walkman timeline. Yeah. <laughs> you need, you <laughs> right. need to figure out when that model of Walkman yeah. came out. No, my theory is simply that the guys who wrote T3... When they had, like, oh, we have to explain away some of the the backstory stuff. They didn't actually watch T2. They just went, they didn't looked, go back and check. They no, were like, they just looked up, like, looks 13. What year did this movie come out? And how old was Eddie Furlong? All right, great. We'll do that math. And they didn't actually do any in-universe research, which I think is it just, you know, only makes me love T3 more, they just I fucking, think. They, they knew. <laughs> they were like, screw it. They we don't knew. Care. They did not give a shit. It's like how in uh, Second Planet of the Apes, they just, like, start using different years and they start throwing. It's like... No, 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 the number, the, the date was on the screen. Like, there was a computer that showed the date on the screen yeah. in the first movie, and mm -hmm. in the second one, they're like, well, actually, it was 200 years later. And you're like, no, no, that's not, that it's doesn't like, make any fucking sense. On the one sense. hand, I guess, rationally, it shouldn't matter. Like, it doesn't change the story that gravely, and yeah. whatever, who cares if the continuity's messed up. But it does bother me, because you know, it seems like, yeah. can you just put the tiniest bit of effort into making these movies match up? Well, like, it's just not a like, little for a, bit. For a movie that's, like, is all about time travel yeah exactly <laughs> for fuck's sake and, but it's that's the thing it's not like mad max in which we kind of gleefully embrace mad max, it doesn't matter continuity. because yeah. mad max is as jeff said and i didn't think of it this way but i thought it was really 
intelligent thing is that it's kind of like a western. It doesn't yeah, really fucking matter. It's a matter. mythic figure. It's yeah. a mythic figure, and it's all episodic, and it's, there doesn't need to be continuity, and that's fine. Exactly. That's fine. But here, the continuity is kind of kind important. of super important. Kind here. of a big fucking deal. Uh, it's kind the, of the whole point is changing. You know, <laughs> like if you think about it, the whole purpose of Terminator Two is to try to retcon history. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is a weird thought. Yeah. I don't like that idea. Well, and there's another thing. That was one of the things that really bugged me about it this time. And it was before we even watched the sort of like super happy ending where, you know, Judgment Day is averted and... and yeah, exactly. Super happy ending. Uh, but no, the idea the that... The ending. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll sort of, I guess, come back to this a little bit in uh, uh, Jurassic World. But the idea that, like, progress will just stop. You know, like that—that that is, if Miles Dyson doesn't invent this particular microchip, like no, no one will ever get around to building robots. Like that just seems so incredibly short-sighted. They you should know? have gone forward a few years and watched Battlestar. I know, right? That's the thing. It's like you know, the, or back a few years and watched Battlestar. It's trying to just put the saying. genie back in the bottle. There we go. <laughs> trying to put the genie back in the bottle it's like you know the idea of like robots and automated defense like this stuff is all out there so it's like of course someone's gonna try and invent this stuff at some point and it's just like trial and error like you know only over you know enough monkeys on enough typewriters eventually someone's gonna get it right you know so the idea that it's like oh as long as we prevent this one microchip it's like no then the future will all be okay seems so completely silly to me yeah, now go watch Star Trek Ten. I know, Jesus Christ. Or eight. Is it eight? Eight. Well, yeah, ten yeah, is eight. Yeah. Well, there's time travel in all of them. So it, yeah. Well, fun. a little bit. Yeah. I remember seeing an article one point about how many times they do time travel in movies in Star Trek, and also how many times the Enterprise, like the captain of the Enterprise, just decides not to follow orders because that always happens in the TV shows. I know, right? Um, there's. You realize that all the next gen movies are just about when Captain Picard became senile. <laughs> they, are you saying they all take place in Patrick Stewart's mind? Yes. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Have you seen the finale of the show? It's true. That is a very good point, sir. Mind blown. Um, yeah, anyway, okay, look, so we don't, I don't have a whole lot else to talk about here with yeah, T2. It, it's good. Um, Go watch I will it. say that the, the effects, for the most part, hold up. Um, really nice a thing. lot of the T-1000 stuff really still looks works. Good. Yeah, yeah, all that liquid metal really stuff good. is still that was, good. That was know? my one big worry about the yeah. Blu-ray. Um, no, so like, they, they don't have to good. reinvent the wheel there. This, no. like, you know, the, the iconic stuff, the stuff that you, like, like for example, yeah. the floor morph uh, when yeah. he's in oh, the yeah. hospital, it looks amazing. It still looks so fucking good. Good, excellent. And I really love the... Um, the at the very end when when Arnold comes up over the conveyor belt right. and hits him with the exploding shell and then he's all like blown apart and like yeah. he's like twisted over and back and all those things yeah. it, he looks so much like the creature from the thing yeah uh, like it, it it still works I couldn't get it out of my head I was like oh it's the thing that's the that's the thing it's great good um, I'm glad it still works that's yeah. all I uh, really one thing we noted which is that it's a lot slower paced it is than so we slow. Like oh it, my god, this movie's so fucking slow. It takes slow. an yeah. hour for them just to break her out of Pescadero. Really? An yeah. hour. Yeah. No we were kidding. like, what is happening? Because they're so, they linger on all of their fight scenes and chase scenes for so long. Like, hmm. they make them these elaborate set pieces that they take up the majority of the movie. Yeah. And so it's just like that, all those fights between like T-1000 and yeah. T-800 at the very beginning, mm-hmm. it all, and like the chase scene with the motorbike and the yeah, big yeah, truck, yeah. Mm-hmm. it all takes so long that it takes an hour for them just to break her out of Pescadero. Yeah, mm. it's crazy. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, it's it's slow as fuck. It's two, I mean, it's 220. And that's before, you know, we didn't even watch the yeah. special edition that has like 16 extra minutes of stuff put into it, so. Well, it's like, the, I mean, the special edition of Aliens is like 
Yeah. How long is that? I oh, don't remember. It's God. good. Yeah. It's real good. It just takes forever in a yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, that was the other reference that I, re- I just remembered. Oh, well, oh me. good. Like, I we're remembered. done with T2, so let's get to Jurassic World. Jurassic World. So yeah, the other movie. Before you forget. Yeah. So there are little references in Jurassic World to other movies. I love finding these in everything. Yeah. Uh, so the, the first one that I noticed was when they send the, the ACU guys. Yeah. Um, and they've got their, like, each person and their, their, their like, oh, their oh, life the, thing. Their I was life, like, yeah. it's aliens! That's I'm exactly watching right. aliens! Yeah, that's exactly right. And that one was totally on, just on the nose. Yeah. Which was great. I actually really appreciated that. Uh, well, I think uh, none of us had particularly... We're, we're all fans of Jurassic Park. Yeah. I mean, the original Jurassic, is a masterpiece. Jurassic Park? Yes. Yeah. The yes. original is a masterpiece. The sequels are all pretty bad. They're all pretty fucking terrible. I like three more than two. I don't well, mind three. I feel like I've had a lot of conversations with people on this point. I haven't yeah. watched three in, in a long the last time. few days. It's not good. I like three so much more than two, though, but Alan, if you take just two and three, I think three is so much better. It yeah. does have William H. Macy in it. Mostly I remember that much. if you want to talk about annoying child actors, can I please remind you that Jurassic Park Lost World, the second one, is one where raptors are defeated through the power of gymnastics. That's true. That like, is that the, is thing that happens the one that thing that makes me loathe that movie. Thank God I so don't remember much. that. That's yeah. fine. Ian Malcolm's little daughter is a gymnastics prodigy, and she does a whole bar routine that ends in her kicking a raptor with apparently enough force to actually take a raptor out. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's the worst. I'll believe I mean, that when me shit turns purple and <laughs> smells like rainbow sherbet. I think The Lost World is probably Spielberg's worst movie. I mean... There, he do, there aren't a lot of bad Spielberg movies. For mm. me, it's pretty much The Lost World and Hook. Um, yeah, you take that back. I will never take that back. I Rudy-o. said that at trivia the other night Rudy-o. and almost had to fight off the whole bar. Well, yes, because you're wrong. That's I how you know you're wrong. not wrong. Bailey, you're not right. <laughs> I'm not not wrong. Um, so, uh, I think... Yeah, the the bar is pretty low. For when the it comes record, to... Hook is one of those movies that I won't watch again. Yeah, because I don't want you to be right. Exactly. No, Hook holds up, man. No, I watched. Hook I recently. believe you. I I've believe watched, you. I've watched Hook recently. Hook is great. Fun. I be- I totally believe both oh, you, man. but I I'm not willing to. Robin Williams plus Steven Spielberg is a wonderful match I... in heaven. That is a perfect pairing of actor and director. It's Do you know? Glorious. Th- for me, the the spiritual, the soulmate, if you would, of Hook is Green Lantern. <laughs> because it's a movie about which I have fond memories and I don't want them to be dashed. So I won't watch them again. Like going through the chore of actually having to watch the movie. No, I won't yeah, do it. Exactly. Won't do it. I won't do that's it. They're, they're good where they are in my memory. That's a good strategy, and sir. And I don't... That's fine. Um, yeah, so I look, I think the bar is very low when it comes to Jurassic Park sequels. And Jamie and I were talking about this, I think, on the way there, um, that, you know... Jurassic Park is great. I mean, yep. and it's great in like the best Spielbergian way, which is that it is both just like a sort of down and dirty popcorn, energetic, like fun time at the movies, but it's also a movie with really great like three-dimensional compelling characters that you care about and like you know emotional through lines like it's just it's it's it, great it on is, sort of like, every has level bigger things to say about like humanity and yeah human nature and hubris and, uh, yeah and the mistakes that we make and why we make them and sometimes the why we make them is really understandable even if the mistake is so big yeah and it's Ah, I just love that movie. Yeah, exactly. Did we podcast it when we when it came out in 3D? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I saw it by myself. No, I saw I saw it with you oh, in 3D. You? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't Maybe. Remember, I don't, I don't remember. remember whether we podcasted it. I don't think so. It, it might have been one of our Maybe. double feature weeks. But, I mean, that's, but that's the thing. So, it's like, it, yeah. that's why also why it's hard to judge the Jurassic Park sequels, because 
Uh, I mean, the second one is still Spielberg, but, like, you want to judge them all against the original, which is so good on, like, so many yeah. levels in so many ways, and none of them live up to that. Well, I mean, you know? I think one of the reasons why why Jurassic Park 3 yeah. actually, I think, is better than 2, even though they're... So, there's there are two books, right? Two books, yeah. There's Jurassic Park and then The Lost World, both of which I have read not for right. a billion years. And it but bears the, no. The first book is real good. Second yeah. book, I don't remember being that good. It's but not because Crichton wrote it after the movie came out, right? Okay, but so as I recall, some stuff which I didn't like at all, which I do not respect. Right? Yeah. But as I recall, <laughs> Jurassic Park three tried to use some of the things that they left out of the first Jurassic Park movie yes. because of time. Specifically, well, like, the pterodactyl. The pterodactyl cage. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I that kind of annoyed me about this movie is when they're talking about the Indominus's, like, features, and they talk about camouflage, and they're like, who said a dinosaur would need camouflage? Camouflage dinosaurs are in the second book. Like, I kept waiting for them to come up in the movie, yeah. and I was like, why haven't they come yet? Why haven't they come yet? And I kept thinking, well, the movie can't possibly end yet because the camouflage dinosaurs haven't come yet. And then they never came, and it wasn't until later because this was internet was a baby where i found out that like there had been disputes between Crichton and spielberg and so he stopped really relying on Crichton's material and kind of doing his own thing wow um but that was in the second book so i'm like you kind of do it as a throwaway like who needs that i'm like but he did do that like i I like there was that line sort of in that same scene where they're talking about how they created these dinosaurs um where he says like no you didn't want like you know, you wanted dinosaurs that looked the way people wanted Imagine. them to look. So, yeah. like, for example, and I think that's a nice sort of reference to the idea that, uh, you know, I think it's sort of accepted at this point that most dinosaurs had feathers. You know, it's that, yeah. that progression from dinosaurs to birds that a lot of dinosaurs were feathered. Um, but, like, that's not the image that we as a, you know, as a society have of dinosaurs. So if they you opened a theme park. But they also handled that. Well, no, yeah, no, no, I, but that's what I'm saying. I think I, it's no, a, I thought that was nice, too. Yeah, because I, I agree. To me, it always feels like the visual acuity of the T-Rex, like when they try to, how that's a thing in the first one, but then they try to say in the later ones, no, like, they, that's not a thing. He can move. And I was like, wait, but their DNA doesn't change. Like, however you bred them in the first one is how they should still be now. Like, you can't suddenly decide their vision is different just because we have learned that now as yeah. a society. So that kind of always bothered me because I would think, like, well, but if they had feathers, then wouldn't there be nothing you could do about it? Like, as soon as you started using the dino DNA, wouldn't they just come out with feathers, even if that's not what you expected? So I did like the fact that they say, like, well, this DNA isn't pure. If it were pure, they wouldn't look this way, but you didn't well, it want was, it to look this yeah, way. I mean, yeah, was, exactly. They were, so, but they were never pure. Yeah, I mean, no. No, exactly, I know, but yes. I just like that they at least gave it a mention. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think, you know, I think all of our expectations were pretty tempered coming into this. Uh, and I walked out, I sort of said, yeah, that's... That's pretty much what I expected. That's kind of what I... That's, like, you know, it's... there. There's dinosaur attacks. All dinosaur stuff works. It's fun. But, like, everything else is kind of garbage. I thought it was actually... I was pleased. Yeah? I thought it was a little bit... I mean, granted, I thought it was going to be shit, man. Well, but yeah. it was it was better than I than It was I an entertaining piece of it was shit. It was more entertaining yeah. than I thought. And the thing is that I think, not unlike T3 a little bit, see what I did? Yeah, I did. They, they kind of leaned into it. I, like, I seriously thought... At, like at the end there, I thought that Bryce Dallas Howard might actually say, "Let them fight." <laughs> I was like, I was like they're, I had a they are leaning into this." When like the Raptors and the T Rex just went their own separate way after everything was done, I was like, "Oh, so it's like Godzilla? He just exists to save us from the other animals for no reason whatsoever." Yeah, they're gonna yep. let the T Rex go. I was like, "They still have twenty one thousand people." That's what in I the said. Park. I was like, "You still have a T Rex and a Raptor out of containment. Your park is in no way safe, and yet we are just ending this movie like 
but now everyone is okay, yeah. and now we can all safely evacuate the island. I was like, no, you can't! Yeah. So the T-Rex is going to wander back to his paddock? Yeah. Uh, so it, it you know, bears worth mentioning, and this because it was something that I... Uh, I would like to say, by the way, because you said it was okay, and Bart said he thought it was entertaining. I walked out of it demanding someone give me my money back. I, I know. You demanded that I give you your yes, money back. Yes, I did. Um, no, I, I, I had heard going into this, uh, some, Tre- Colin Trevorrow, who directed this movie, gave uh, an interview at some point where he said, uh, oh, yeah, well, you know, we've got this new dinosaur, um, but we still have the T-Rex. Uh, and in fact... Not only do we have a T-Rex, it's the original T-Rex. It is literally, it is supposed to be the same T-Rex from oh, the it, first movie. Really? Which, like, they it don't is really... the Arnold Schwarzenegger of the Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. I guess so. They don't really go out of their way to show that or explain that. Although, if you see, like, at the end... It was kind of a glory, like, here I come. Right. Like, well, I'm making a cameo and shot. And <laughs> at the very end... Oh, my he's... God, the raptor. I know. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. We're going to get to that. Uh, but, you know, at the very end, when he's standing on the building and stuff, like, you can see there's, like, all healed over scars on his face which I figured, like, oh, those must be from that raptor fight at the end of the first movie. Okay, um, I but guess He's so. supposed to be the original T-Rex, and Colin she, Trevorrow... She. Uh, she. Yeah, sorry, they're, sorry, they are all she's. They're all she's. Uh, she's supposed to be the original T-Rex, and Colin Trevorrow said, like, oh, this is actually kind of like... It's kind of like her unforgiven, you know? Like What? Well, like, so I literally spent the whole movie waiting for the T-Rex to show up and do something, which meant, like, the end was kind of undermined for me, because I was sort of like, yeah, no... He, I was I was waiting for like old T Rex to like come out of retirement and like fuck shit up for the last two hours. So, oh well, okay. You, do you know what I thought was gonna happen? What did you thought? So was at the happen? very end of the movie, when when old Daddy T Mommy T Rex, uh, kind of like lumbers Lump, up on lumbers top of up. the building for yeah. no no goddamn reason and roars over the thing, I thought that she was gonna turn to the camera, look square into the eyes of all every three D movie goer in the place and go. Friendship is important. <laughs> so, the, I mean, I think there are some things this movie gets right. There are a um, lot of things that this movie gets right. I will Name say... Name them. Uh, okay, I think <laughs> I think all of the attractions are really cool. Like, I think all of the attractions are the kinds of ones that I would actually want to go no, on. Like, I would actually want to go see. Are they... Like, I know they kind of make certain references to these invisible gates that yeah. they have put up. But are they just freaking everywhere? Because, for example, like... People are just paddle boating down the river yeah, that's next bullshit. to like brontosauruses and stuff, and I'm like, I get they're vegetarians. That doesn't mean they can't step on you. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're herbivores, but yeah, but like, they will defend themselves. When and when the gyrospheres are going across the field with the gallimimuses, I'm like, what happens if they nick the gyrosphere? Like if they just like bump it or something? Like you're gonna die. I was like, none of this is safe. I don't understand how anyone you, thinks this is safe. Do you know what I was thinking when that part, when that part came up? You were probably thinking it too. Transparent aluminum. How do we know he didn't invent the thing? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I couldn't get over. It. I thought the gyroscope was really cool, but I couldn't believe that they were autonomous. Yes. Oh, uh, that I made like, no that goddamn make sense. Any sense. As soon as they said the ride is closed, the thing like I assumed it was on a track. So like, yeah. maybe you can slow it down or speed up. In part because they say there's one of those fences protecting them in yeah. that scene. But like, what's to stop you then Thanks, when Jimmy the, from just like taking it across the park? getting out and leaving it there yeah exactly like nowhere near where it's supposed to be not going back to the ride to let more people on or to get in it and then stay in it for like six hours and yeah. people are sitting in line like when is another one coming yeah exactly. no, no, no. you'd you think, think they would have like an automatic return policy yes, and no, when you close the, the ride it would bring thing. it back that was the thing is like they closed the ride and it was like the ride is closed 
please exit the vehicle and go yeah, home. I was like, what the fuck? You're out there with the dinosaurs, you idiots. I assumed it was going to be on a track that yeah. was automatically going to take them back, but then they were going to get, like, knocked off the track by a dinosaur or something. But no, they, no, like, went off just... on them by themselves. Like, well, I don't want to go back. I'm going to drive I'm, over here. I'm 16. this thing? I'm every teenage stereotype at the oh, same time. Fuck that oh, kid. No, I, I fuck that kid. he was such kid. a cute big brother. I loved him as a big brother because I thought he would because the younger brother like they never outright say it but i assume that he's super he's autistic. autistic he's yes, super he's autistic. autistic yeah and so he's literally counting teeth he's yes. rain man counting yes. teeth throughout this whole he's, movie he's oh i counting didn't get that. oh he's counting oh, everything yeah. and the way that when the first scene with the mom i can't remember what he was checking what was he doing he was so, he was talking came. about like it takes this long to get to the airport this yes. long with traffic yes. you know all of his like telling her exactly how long it takes his to little get factoids her. that's the, on the and the fact that the way he was reading the ticket and she was like is everything right on there like the way he was checking it like he he clearly is meant to be autistic yeah. he may have been meant to be that way if that's the case and i don't know that it is i don't think he did it that way. well i think he was no i but i was just gonna say because of that the way his brother would like read his facial signals and read his like he's about to melt down kind of signals and immediately jump in and be like no you're okay like i'm absolutely oh. certain we're safe and everything and like jump in and so i was like that's really i liked that dynamic i think he's just l- kind of low on the spectrum i mean i think he's certainly he's supposed to be on but yeah i think he's, definitely, he's very he's, high functioning I think he's definitely meant to be yeah autistic. i think he's supposed to be on on the spectrum for sure it's just not like he's not rain man you know Which, he's not like well, i can't function out in the world on my own i you will know? say it actually kind of made me happy because i have a girl i went to high school with her son is autistic and obsessed with dinosaurs and had been waiting for this movie forever so oh, yeah. i'm kind of like thrilled of the idea that he's going to go to this movie and like recognize himself like, oh I yeah think totally that, i think that's going to be amazing no there's something else, there's something great to be said for that about like actually representing people who yeah. yeah for that exact case for when someone goes and they can feel like they are being represented mm-hmm. on film which is you know that's fantastic drax um yes um, I also that article the- broke my heart by the way that was so sweet which article the, the, is that? about Drax? The Drax idea. Hmm? You, don't, you guys don't, don't remember? I think you sent it to me, Jamie. Can you give me the context of what we are talking about? It was. <laughs> some, some, are you saying Drax is autistic? I don't know the there context. Was, there was, of what there we're was, a, about. There was an article that. that oh, oh, now I remember. Yeah. Yes, we're talking about like his sense of metaphor and yes. stuff like that, and, and being I was literal. Like, that that was, was kind like, of what they were doing. And yeah. I, yes. that was really nice. Yes. I don't know for this and oh, I remember now because it was someone who was autistic and saw the movie and then immediately was like, Drax is like me. Like, yeah. right. I, I got thought, it right yeah. away. It was yeah, like, I Drax was... and I are the same. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I did not get that from this kid. And I don't know. I mean... But guys... I like that they were kids who were normal kids. Like, at no point were... Those was... were not normal no, kids. No, 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 But there was no, like, a Unix system. I know this. Like, <laughs> the kids were never relied on to save the well, day. Well, okay, but I had a real fear that that was going to happen because as soon as, like, when they first go into the Samsung Innovation Center and, oh my God, the fucking branding in this movie. Like, thank God they pointed it out. Thank you, Jake no, Johnson, for being say, in this movie to point it out. I was going to say, but I think that was part out. of the point. I yeah. think it was in there, like, yes, they get money from Samsung, yes. but I'm sure... The Indominus was... Rex, presented by Verizon Wireless. Yeah, but I Verizon think, <laughs> I think Samsung. Mercedes, yeah, who else? Pepsi. But I think it was in in there to make a point, though. Yeah, no, no, I agree. But no, like the second they walked in there, and he's like running around, like looking at the holograms, doing all that stuff, and he like runs up to a display, and there's like the parts of the the DNA strand on there, which was great. Nice to see Mr. Mr. DNA DNA make an appearance, which is fantastic. Um, But yeah, the the he like instantly like calls out the names of all of the parts of the DNA. He's like, Mm -hmm. "This is the building blocks and everything that's alive." And I was like, oh, God, is he going to have to solve some fucking genetic DNA puzzle at the end of this movie? Because I don't think I can handle that. Thank God that 
that did not have to have to happen. You know how he knows what they are? What's that? They're connected. They're connected. <laughs> how many times do we make that joke, George? At least movie? twelve. I mean, like uh, you can say that after like about every everything. fourth line that he says. Um no, and I agree. I, I had it a little, ruined forever now. I know, right? <laughs> I had a little trouble figuring, getting a handle on the older brother at first because, like, I he had hormones. Well, yeah, he no. liked girls, and that's all it His was. Poor, like, poor, poor girlfriend. He does not love you, honey. Yeah, I know, He's right? Not gonna text you ten times I a day and tell you he misses will you. We'll see you later. <laughs> uh, no, like I couldn't, and that's the thing. I couldn't figure out. Like, are they trying to give him some kind of? You know, redemption. Su- arc. Well, no, not a redemption arc, but like some kind of subplot that's like driving, like Wait, why he doesn't want to be there. The and older like, brother, yeah, the older brother. Like, like, is there a reason that he like doesn't want to go on this trip and he like doesn't want to be there and he's, he's like not a interested? Typical, like unimpressed teen, and I think that's why it's supposed to be so great when they go see the water dinosaur and he does start yeah. to get impressed because it's like before it's like my fear of if we have kids and we take them to like you know. London or something and they're just like I'm bored where's McDonald's or something you're like I will hit you like, <laughs> sometimes kids are just they don't care you know no, they I... don't understand that it's awesome what they're getting to do and so they're just like whatever where's no. my PlayStation. I agree, but I think I, I really like that actor whose name has uh, escaped me. I think it's Joe something. Um, he was in a, a really great movie called Kings of Summer. Uh, he's like the main character in that, and he's he's really awesome. Um, and I, I, I think he kind of brings almost sort of an artificial level of depth to that character mm-hmm. where it just seems like there's a lot more going on behind the eyes there. Like, it seems like there's there's more going on to that character than just, like, he's a sullen, like, hormonal teenager. I don't know, and so I got. The fact that it just boils down to just that. Like, all, he, he also, like, look, he his version of, like, hitting on girls and flirting on girls he's is just staring intently at them. That was really great. When he's like, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen if you keep staring <laughs> yeah, at them? Yeah, I know. I think he is a budding sociopath, but actually. No, I think he just, like, he's a teen who isn't super impressed. He doesn't really want to be there. And he's, like charged with just hanging out with his little brother all the time he'd rather not you know like he'd rather be with his friends and instead he's with his much younger brother which i mean you have a much younger brother and you're very close but i'm sure there were times where you were like you are a child i don't want to hang out with you like Uh, you're so little i mean i think i i was sort of expecting that when the divorce subplot came up was that like that was going to be the thing that was going to be like oh he's known about it the whole time and he maybe blames little brother or something that there was like, oh, that must be the other layer that they're holding back. And I was like, nope, Did nope, feel, none of that. that. That didn't feel at all forced to you. Oh, no, that stuff felt no, super felt forced because forced. it doesn't have anything to do with any, we never cut back to their payoff. parents. Yeah. I thought they was like, oh, this is how they get back together because they're worried with the children. Although if they did that, that would be, that's the third one. That's yeah. what the third one is. Um, also, so. let me just say that, uh, you know, the only, before he, that little kid just has like a fucking breakdown on the monorail about it. The only other, like, indicator that that's a thing that's happening is after the kids leave them at the yeah, airport and the dad snippy. says, like, so much for our last family breakfast, I, in my head, did not view that as, like, oh, we're getting divorced. I view that as, those kids are going to get eaten by dinosaurs. So did I. And we I fucked up breakfast. Too. And I was like, <laughs> that dad is that's awesome. That's what I thought, too. Like, he <laughs> like, was being very fuck you, dark. Judy Greer. Yeah, <laughs> and then he was being very dark about what might happen on this vacation. That's really and how she, I... And she didn't like it. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. I thought I, I was like, that, that's kind of awesome. I was like, there's... <laughs> How, how else can that's the thing it's like there was no universe that where that's not what that meant yeah exactly and I was yeah. like what you're a, kind of an asshole yeah, that's what? amazing like, um, on a similar note uh, speaking of like sullen hormonal teenagers I really really loved the dead eyed carny kid at the gyroscope ride like, <laughs> thank you for visiting next please come, come on guys I just work here <laughs> 
like that he like has gotten the code and starts flipping through a book. Like you need what's to, your, you need to uh, um, go to the like you should try to like, find the page. Working at Jurassic World is your fucking summer job. It's I know, like scooping right? Scooping ice cream, but there are dinosaurs. Yeah. What the but fuck? But I also don't know how does that work. Like they're an island off the coast of Costa Rica. I know. Like where do all these employees come from? And do they all just live on Isla Nublar? Do they live in Costa Rica and just take the ferry back and forth every day? I have so many questions. I know, right? Yeah, the logistics of Jurassic World seem baffling. And I think Devin Faraci was talking about this uh, at one point. Uh, I think on the Canon podcast, and he was saying like. That's the stuff that I'm, like, kind of fascinated with, where it's like, you know, it's literally, it's an island in the middle of nowhere, so it's not like Disney World, where you could stay at a cheap-ass motel, and you can drive yourself there, and, like, you know, save a couple of bucks, like, you gotta fly, and then take a boat to this, like, you know, and there's private like island, hotel. yeah, you gotta pay, stay at their hotel, like, you gotta pay for nine dollar sodas, Hilton Hotel, mind yeah. you, I uh-huh. saw the rug, there you go. Um, but also, I was thinking, like, so they say we have 20,000 people a day, but I was thinking about that, because... It is all on this one island. It's all contained. There probably is just the one hotel. It's connected. It is connected. <laughs> but so I was thinking, like, how far in advance must you have to book this vacation? Because there must be so many times where it's like, oh, well, they have availability on the 23rd and the 24th, but not the 25th and the 26th, so we'll have to go a different week They just or do something. it all through Hotline. You must have to book it so far in advance because there are no choices. Yeah. There is no option for it's, where to stay. It's like that Italian restaurant down the street. You have to yep. book it two months in advance, and you have to have at least a party of six. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why, but that, that's those are their arbitrary rules. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I like the attractions. I think uh, there are a couple of, like... Production value was good. Production value was really great. At the very beginning, like, those, like, CG kind of... CG dinosaurs still not as good as practical dinosaurs. This is, is true. A, this is a fact. But, I mean, I meant the other I stuff. I mean, the CG looks great, but yeah. at no point do you ever think anyone is actually standing next to a real thing. There's yeah. well, No, there was one moment. There's one moment, and it's when the when the, the brontosaurus was dying. Yes, and yes. I, that was the moment where I was literally going, sitting there trying to figure out like, Maybe where's just the practical? The head was practical. Yeah, the, the head area. Yeah, they it was real. Really, really like the eyelid blinky thing in this oh, movie. Oh my god! Like the way the eyelid that other layer passes yeah, over yeah, the yeah, eye they, as they, it opens. They mm-hmm. like that was a cool thing when they showed it once in the first Jurassic Park. This movie really likes that feature. Yeah, really yeah, likes yep. it. But I think there are a couple of great moments at the beginning. Those sort of like. Like, when they go into the hotel and the kid throws open the doors and the camera's, like, pans out over the island. Like, that stuff looks great. They're playing the classic Jurassic Park score, so you gotta love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it looks good It looks good in 3D, too, you know? Like, yeah. you, those big, sprawling island shots of, yeah. like, the whole theme park, they look fantastic. You know was the one thing that really jumped out at me? And it's a random thing. What's that? But at the end, when they're being chased around, you know, mm-hmm. that part of the movie, oh, when they're yeah. being chased... Um, and there's a glass door that opens, and it looks like a... Uh, yes, the DNA it, strands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a nice touch. Yeah, I dug that. And yeah. it, not only that, but it's like it's like a door in sections. It's a gel. So it's it like looks the, like a gel, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. doors like the, the doors and the frame like overlap, and then they like come on top of each other. It's like, yeah, no, that's super cool. The spectacle of this movie all totally works, you know? It's, it, it's, it's fun. It looks great. Uh, there's, there's tension. Um, the big problem with this movie is... All of the characters suck so hard. Yeah, when when he, uh, mm. we, we, I was really ball. hoping. I was so I was so hoping that because when he had his little dinosaurs lined up, on I know, doing like, a little Alan Curse you and your but near inevitable betrayal, which is exactly what happened with the dinosaurs. It was cursed you and your inevitable betrayal. I know, right? But then he literally says that eventually people will die. <laughs> um, can we talk about? Thank you. Very loud. 
Can we talk about Vincent D'Onofrio's disappearing, reappearing southern accent? Holy shit. Oh, I thought that about Chris Pratt. I didn't think it about D'Onofrio. Oh, no, because he doesn't have it for the first, like, four scenes he has. And then when he's in the control room, when shit starts to go bad, he suddenly starts telling this story. And he's, I was like, what the fucking, what is he doing? When did this start? And then it goes away, and then it comes back again. It's so peculiar. I I mean, I love when that shit happens. I was telling you this earlier. I had a weird thing with D'Onofrio. I didn't recognize him. I mean, I, I knew who it was. Like, I recognized him, but I couldn't think of it. And then I heard his voice. And what I've done from watching Daredevil is I've dissociated D'Onofrio's voice from his face. <laughs> and so I was like, I know that voice, and I know that guy. And I couldn't put it together that it's the same guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay, so this is the part where we cue Jamie's uh, incredible outrage and uh, hatred of the entire dyna- first Bryce Dallas Howard's entire character and specifically yep. the dynamic between her and Not Chris Pratt. Her character. I don't hate her character. Well, her I, character's fine. Yeah, let me rephrase that. It's the way that. everyone reacts to her character and the way I am the audience am clearly supposed to think yeah, about her. Yeah, it's the way her, her character. character is presented yes. to us. There's yes. nothing wrong with her. She's amazing. She runs an entire damn park and is clearly very capable and awesome at it. Like she's clearly amazing at her job. Although at one point she does have to remind herself of her own name like the first time we meet her, which no, I think is pretty silly. No, no, no. That was <laughs> that was a that. way for us. I, um, I would have figured out her name is Claire. She didn't have to say her own name out loud to no one. Yeah, no, she was <laughs> just, like reciting tag. her introduction to her Actually, she probably should have had a name tag, realistically. I know, right? I did like that she was wearing all white, a la John Hammond. I thought that was a nice little yes. touch. Um, so, problems so, with Claire. Are her amazing. shoes. But yeah. How did she not break a heel in this whole movie? You can't not. Like, she says she really ran and that she practiced it and everything. But I am sorry. Any sane person in that situation would kick the shoes off. Because... It is better to yes. run barefoot on sticks and leaves and God knows what else than to attempt to run in what is a very thin stiletto heel. It cannot be done. It's a pump, too. You slip out of those things so fast. Like, especially, I can't even tell you. Especially when you're being chased yes, by a fucking you would immediately, <laughs> You would immediately, your ankle would turn and your entire body would topple over. It's the kind of ankle turn you can't recover from. Every woman has done it at least once on accident. Also, like, you hit a step wrong and you just go over. If you are running, you would absolutely do it. Also, yeah. how did she not get caught by the T-Rex? Remember in the first one when the T-Rex, and it's the same T-Rex, T-Rex, yep, apparently, uh-huh. is chasing the goddamn Jeep. Yeah, I remember and the first case. one. Didn't they clock it at 40 miles an hour? Either yeah. 30 or 40 miles yeah. an hour. I mean, and I that, think it was 40. And then T-Rex, yeah, so. got, he got going. Uh, she got going. Yeah. yeah. She, like, there was time to run and accelerate there. Mm-hmm. But no, I just didn't like the very first scene we have with her and her nephews. Yeah. Where, first of all, the older son is already giving her shit for the fact that they haven't seen her in seven years. And is like basically like oh well, it's been seven years nice try though you only thought it was four whatever you never see us already i was annoyed because it was like she's not your mother she's <laughs> your aunt like she has no obligation to see you and, at any point of time and she's at work yeah she's she works work. across yeah. the country like across the world from you practically for all like i don't know where you're from but it snows you know so she yeah but it's like she at the very least you're in a different hemisphere yeah so it's like, she doesn't live anywhere near you. It's like, granted, like, I love kids. So, you know, when my brother, if my brother and his wife have kids, I will love those kids and I will see them as often as I can. But we don't live in the same place. So it's probably not going to be all that often. Right. Especially if you're running Jurassic yeah. World. But it's just like, you 
So, like, I'm sorry. Are we now, like, if your sibling decides to have children, you are now somehow bound and obligated to do things with those children, even though it wasn't your choice for, like, oh, my brother had kids. Now I have to do X, Y, and Z because my brother chose to have kids. I didn't choose to do anything. I am no way obligated to these children. So I was True. already annoyed because I was like, they are clearly going for the whole, like, she's so busy at work she's not maternal at all she's not nurturing she's the worst and then they took every opportunity to drive it home like she's on her phone she's not really paying attention to the kids she doesn't treat the animals like they're living beings she talks about everything clinically she's not it's all nurturing. about control it's all about she's control. not nurturing she's not warm she has no maternal instincts i was just like oh my god i get it you think we're all nursery school teachers. I get it, <laughs> Jurassic World. Fine. And so then at the end, when her sister's, or middle, when her sister's yelling at her about like, well, you know, this was supposed to be, you were supposed to spend time with the kids, it was supposed to be a family vacation, and you'll understand when you have kids. And Bryce Dallas Howard goes, if. And she was like, no, when. I was like, shut up! Like, not all of us <laughs> want to have kids. I get it. You think she's the worst. And marriage and children will solve everything. I know that nothing... She works too much. <laughs> I also know that nothing will ever convince me of anything so effectively as Judy Greer taking a time out from her meeting. <laughs> uh, her divorce I, meeting. I was, Definitely I was her say, divorce. I'm now sure, we know that's I'm her pretty divorce sure that meetings. was meeting with her divorce. I thought divorce she was lawyers. at work. No, I, I thought do. she was too. <laughs> I thought she was too. I thought she was a lawyer. Until later, when they start talking about the divorce, I'm like, oh no, she's clearly at a meeting with her divorce yeah, lawyers. Yeah, they are working out the details of their divorce. That's why they sent their kids on this vacation. Hey, i got to divorce my husband and watch my kids for the weekend. Yeah, that didn't really work for me. Yeah. Like, it makes sense now, but at the time, I was just like, I just thought she was at a board meeting of something. Yeah. No. but then And I was like, it's supposed to be a family weekend. You sent your kids away, you asshole. <laughs> like, Judy Greer, you're the dick. Like, but then they just keep running it home, like, when she's trying to describe them to Owen, and she's saying you know like well the older one is he's about this tall and he's high school age and the younger one is and she kind of falters and he's like you don't know how old your nephews are i'm like we get it she's the worst you know which one really got I me i get it the one that really bothered me is when they're so when they're in the together in one of the mercedes yeah <laughs> and uh andy's drive <laughs> Star uh, <laughs> shit. Chris don't Pratt's don't driving. Don't you wish it were just Burt Macklin? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Macklin. so he's driving. She's riding shotgun, and the two kids are in the back. Yes. And they're oh, like, God, yeah, yes. Yeah. And they say, "Can we stay with you?" And she says, "Yes." And she says, just, "No." No. She says, "I will never leave you." I will you. never, I will right I will never leave you and for the rest of no your lives. With him, and this is right after the scene where she saved his life. Yeah, exactly. by the way. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. From the weird T Rex pterodactyl that I didn't recognize. Stuff, so we want to stay with him. I mean, yeah. yes, he's a and badass. Also, he is a badass. You're the worst. But what the fuck? But that's another thing is once it clearly. So hold on, just to go back for a second, because yeah. this is a two pronged problem. So the first problem is obviously, which, you know, came in that first early clip that made everyone kind of angry about the potential sexism of this movie that whole scene where she goes potential. to get him for the first time well at the time it was yeah. potential she goes to get him for the first time and he's just the worst and is yeah. basically like maybe if you had sex with me you'd be like a more easygoing person and everyone would like you more <laughs> that, I, um, would, I would that say was, that's the subtext but that's yeah. pretty much just the text yeah no that is the text yeah. um and so that's already the worst and he is the worst and he is basically negging her the entire movie which and i'll get into that in a second but 
then at the end where it clearly becomes like maybe i should just have sex with you maybe that would solve all my problems whenever <laughs> anyone like so much as mentions him i swear to god i thought she was just gonna be like at some point like yeah. when they're like your boyfriend's a badass and she's like yeah, i was like i hate shit. everything <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he is a raptor tamer. Yeah, I know. Which is Wait, pretty no, badass. I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet. I have problems with that, too. We well, can get to that. We'll get but to that, yeah. everything she says, I said to Daly on the way home, he basically answers her with some variation on, like, God, you're useless. Like, no matter what she says. Like, when she is talking about why they named it um, Indominus Rex, that it's, like, easy for kids to say. And she's like, imagine a kid saying, and she says some dinosaur name, as far as I know, says it perfectly like she doesn't stutter she doesn't falter she just is like imagine a kid trying to pronounce and he's like you should hear yourself try to pronounce it and i'm like what correctly chris pratt like seriously what is your problem with the way she just said it shut up yeah that joke didn't land i i feel about this kind of the way i feel about um and this is a weird comparison and we're gonna go back to spielberg here but uh Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh my god! Okay, yes, go ahead. Um, which is to say that, like, I I appreciate Crystal Skull. Like, it's not a good movie, but I appreciate what it was going for. Like, I can see what Spielberg was trying to do, which is, you put Indiana Jones you in the... You put that... Wait a minute. You put it ab- above Hook? Yeah, I'll put it above Hook. Absolutely. See, see that? I, I, I like, can't go that far no. with you, man. Yeah, I'd put I'd probably put that above Monkey Hook. Monkey Vine I'd rather swinging. watch it, yeah. Monkey Vine Swinging. And Shia LaBeouf. Higher yeah. than Rufio. No, but, no those are, that's and not a direct comparison. higher than the world's greatest food fight. Not a, the world's worst food. That's like one of the worst things in the movie. Are you kidding? It's beautiful. No. Uh, what what the fuck is that food? It is just paint-colored It's whipped cream and Play-Doh, but, you know. No. That is, okay. Literally, we're going to do a slight digression here. It is use your imagination to create the most amazing, bountiful feast you can imagine. Play and it is just us, colored Play-Doh. What no, the fuck is that chicken. food? Some of it's chicken uh, and coconuts. Ugh. What anyway. he's trying to say is that Chris Pratt would be a good Indiana Jones. And I actually think he would be. That's true. He's but that's silly and adventurous and kind of sexist. Not where I was going to go, though. Uh, what I was going to say is I appreciate what Spielberg was, was trying to do with Crystal Skull, which is you put Indiana Jones in the 50s. And what are the kinds of stories that everyone was, like, focused on in the 50s? It was flying saucers and uh, the Soviets and the Cold War and that and, – and nuclear bomb testing. Like, that's the, like, the motif of the 50s. So you put Indiana Jones in that world and have him interact with stuff, tell those kinds of stories. Have it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work, but I at least appreciate – I can see what he was trying to do and I appreciate that. I feel kind of the same way about the Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard stuff in this movie, which is – they're clearly going for a kind the 1950s, of... The 1950s, why, yes, they were. Yeah, no, they're going for, like, an old-school screwball comedy, like, like almost like a romance... This Whatever, is not... Catherine Hepburn would have beat the shit out of well, Chris no, Pratt. No, exactly, no, but it's like, a, it's like a romancing the stone kind of vibe She's that they're going wrong. for. It doesn't work. Like, it, they fuck it up entirely, and it's not good. But I can, I'm like, I can see what they're shooting for, and, like, I can see a version of that that works. And I think part of the reason it doesn't work is... Uh, I think I love Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's a incredible actress, but I don't think she's a comedy actress. Like I don't think she has really strong comedy chops. And I think in order to make that sort of yes, that's right. I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, no, in order to make that kind of like screwball romantic comedy thing work, you need an actress who can kind of bring who can who can like portray the comedy like undercurrent, the comedy no subtext, amount everything. Of 
get around the words that are actually no, no. coming out of their mouth. No, no, I agree. I mean, I think the problem is Emma in the Stone literal text. Emma Stone could not change the words that yeah. are coming out of their mouth. No, the like, problem it is... would still be shitty. Yeah, no, the problem is literally in the text. So what I'm saying, like, I feel like there... You, I could see a version of this that works. This isn't it in any way on you know, any level. Do you know what version of this movie really works? What's that? I'll tell you. Is it Chris Pratt, Raptor Trainer? Because that works for me. That does not work for me. I well, sort of. That's kind of where I was going. No, no, the version of this movie that I want to see is where in real life what we do is we make raptors okay okay and then you have chris pratt go crazy and like move like buy a big estate in la Mm -hmm. and like build a moat and a house and have loose (laughs) raptors around (laughs) i see where you're going with this and like live with just like a huge herd of raptors and then invite and have, his family there and invite his family there and have them all get chased around for an hour and a half and then make a movie out of and it and then that is the movie that's oh the version God. of this I movie I want to see Roar with raptors yes I would watch the fuck out of Roar with raptors are you kidding me? Jesus Rapt Roar Ra- <laughs> My head is off to you, sir. Uh, well played. But this was my second problem with the movie, which is that the first movie... <laughs> that had... it wasn't Rap Roar? Yes, that's my problem with no, it as well. That the first movie had more respect for the gravity of the situation. Well, yeah, they had the Goldblum. does not... Yes, this movie needs an Ian it, Malcolm it needs a Goldblum. so badly. Most movies need a Goldblum. even Chris Pratt no, is trying to... No, it's the Goldblum. That's true. In that one. Even Chris Pratt is trying to run around like, oh, you don't respect these animals and you don't understand these animals and you want to, like, just control them and whatever. Chris Pratt thinks he can control them. Like, he's a little bit... Like, more reticent about it. Like, no, I don't have full control. Like, they'll, you know, they're still wild animals and whatever. But he clearly thinks he has some measure of control over these animals. And all I could hear in my head was Ellie being like, you never had control. That's the illusion. Yeah. yeah. And someone, I think it might be Malcolm, saying like, you, or no, 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 um, might have been Grant, saying when um, Chris Pratt is like throwing the dead rats at them and yeah, stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to feed them and like rewarding them and like I saved this one from you like T-Rex doesn't want to hunt you yes. can't just breed out 65 million years of yeah. natural instinct or he doesn't want to be fed yeah. you can't just he wants to hunt you can't just breed that out you yeah, know it's 65 totally. million years of instinct and I'm just like this movie doesn't get that yeah. like nope. at all nope. and it drove me crazy like at the end I swear to god I thought that raptor was gonna like salute Chris Pratt or something and I was just like this movie does not understand yeah. that they are dinosaurs. And I really, really hate the whole, like, we're going to militarize the raptors. Like, I'm sorry. You think you can just, like, send a raptor into, like, a rock or whatever, and it's just going to, like, kill ISIS for you? Like, yes. you really yes. think I mean, it would make that's a hell of a mess. Gonna, like, are you but... going to put little, like, hats on them and, like, send them in with the Navy SEALs and Freaking whatever? lasers on their heads. GoPros? Like, this is really... <laughs> that is what they did. Is, but this is really something we're actually entertaining. Like, someone had this idea and enough people... And I mean, like... In the world of the movie and in the script of the movie. Yeah. Someone okay. had this idea and enough people went like, yes, let's do that. That this is it's, a thing that actually came to be. But it's it's in the script is yeah. what they did with these raptors. It's And D'Onofrio says it when he's talking. He, they made them into wolves. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, Again, can, by the way, bitches be crazy because my wolf dog saved my wife from attacking me. 
Yeah, I I did notice that. Yeah. But I can all, but but I, I hey. let that one go because I can see somebody going crazy and wanting to kill Denofrio. Well, also, yes, that's true. That's let, the scene where his southern accent suddenly starts <laughs> happening. You're like, wait, what? What? I was, what, I was what? too busy being like, yep, all the women. They yeah. Anyway, so good so, thing we have our animals, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, I was sure they bred some wolf into these raptors because they they're a wolf pack. Yeah. That's what they are. It's 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 the call of the wild or. Incident I was Hawks thinking Hill. that too. Yeah. It's white um, also, did you feel a little bit bad that like all of the Raptors got like cool uh, like foxtrot names except, except for, for Blue because it has Blue on him? Yeah, but I was like, well, that no, but sh- Raptors should have been Bravo. Names. See, no, they, they were. They were alphabetical. Char- well, no, yeah, it was Char- they Charlie, were, Echo, they and Delta. They were Charlie, Delta, right. and Echo. Right. Yeah. Right. Blue right. should have been Bravo. Blue, yeah. Blue should have been Bravo. Well, we don't know that they're all female in they're this all, one. Yeah, we can assume they say that, it I guess. All the time, they though. don't say it in this one yeah, at all. Yes, they do. When D'Onofrio's like petting the raptor and stuff, and he's like, he, blah, blah, blah. The other soldier's like, she. Omar Sy says that, but yeah. they don't, my point is, they don't say that they, that they still are trying to specifically yes. make think, them all I female. I think there's a specific yes. reference to being like, she, all the time. And they say she, like when they're talking yeah, about the Indominus, well, they say she. Yeah, that makes so sense. So I think they're very clearly keeping that in. P.S. Yeah. If. If Chris Pratt was the alpha, yeah, what was Omar? Uh, yeah, he was, you know. And if Blue's the, the beta, what are the rest of? No, them? I mean, what like what number in the pack was he? Oh, I don't think he's Eight, part apparently. of the pack. I, well, I mean, I guess he is, but he's yeah. I mean, they don't eat they him. Don't, yeah, so... they don't take their cues from him. That's no, for but sure, they yeah. but they also but, don't eat him. Well, yeah. but he tried to eat him, and then it was when Chris Pratt saved him. He yeah. did try to eat him. No, yeah, in there, the log there, there was there was. Which a is also the last time it. we see them. It's also yes. the last time we see. Omar he's Sai. still in the log. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right I, now he's in the I log. I wanted Chris Pratt to die, not just because he was driving me up a damn wall, but also just to prove the point that you cannot control a raptor. It's a freaking raptor. Like you cannot. You wanted him to be Muldoon. Clicky, you, yes, you cannot with your clicky button think Muldoon never lost sight of that. Muldoon no. knew. The second the raptor fences were open, he was like, we are screwed. Well, like, okay, but that's, Muldoon knew. Muldoon was but that's awesome. Wanted, Muldoon was the hardest to I wanted Chris Pratt to die just to prove, like, you cannot control these things. And the fact that you think you can is going to be your undoing. But that's the difference between, like, this, between Chris Pratt and Muldoon is that Muldoon... Yeah, it's it's a different approach to it. Muldoon was a big game hunter, yeah. you know, like he was there as a game warden. Uh, Pratt is there as a trainer, you know, and he says like I imprint on them when they're babies, and I work with them their entire lives so that they trust me. And it's not a matter of like I can control them. And he says it over and over. It's not a matter that I can control them. It's simply that I treat them with you know with a certain it's amount of respect, respect and, and trust. Yeah, exactly. I was no, I was willing raptors. to let it go. Like I said, I wanted him to right. die just to prove but that see, like everything you think you can do is wrong. You can't do these things. But this see, is I think not how this I works. feel like it's I feel like it's uh, basically the same as. Um, when you know so earlier in the movie she says like oh yeah like a lot of people are bored bored by the dinosaurs like they see a triceratops as basically being like an elephant you know and it's like boring to them who's bored by an elephant i know what the fuck i know but so the way i said it was like okay well then in that case that makes your raptors basically like lions and tigers and you know and he's like a lion he's like he's a lion tamer basically that's that's all he is and not to say that horrific things don't happen i made the comparison to jamie a couple of days ago it's like ah, he's the raptors are like siegfried and roy's white tiger and she's like yeah and look how that ended yep so like yeah shit still goes wrong and like and i think that's you know it's clear especially in that early scene that even though they sort of you know will follow his command and they'll like sort of listen to him and respect him a little bit that like they and also s- might still fucking eat oh, him at, at any moment and you know? save but, but they save him in him. slow motion I was gonna yeah. say I think they definitely would have eaten him at the very beginning if he hadn't gotten under that fence in time yeah no but totally. I thought we were gonna see more of that but no you're my girl blue 
<laughs> nice. Well done. He's not fucking Paul Bunyan. <laughs> um, now, okay, so now the or- I want to get the origins of the militarized raptors, which, first of all, I love the idea of militarized raptors. It's, like, exactly my kind of stupid, where cause it's, like, someone who's, like, yeah, well, what if we had raptors instead of drones? Like, that's God, really all it boils down to. That's the fifth movie. Uh, well, no, okay, but here's the thing. If, that's where this movie goes all T3. If militarized dinosaurs with all those embryos, I thought that helicopter would crash or something, and it didn't. So if militarized raptors with B.D. Wong and his stolen embryos is the fifth movie, I am not seeing Okay, it. so that's the thing. We we don't know. I mean, look, I, this, we went to the movie, say, we went to a 120 show. Every show was sold out. Um, this movie's going to make its money this weekend. People want to love a Jurassic Park movie, so they're going to go. And I think, honestly, even though I think this movie's bad, uh, I I think it's the, just the right kind of dumb entertaining. It's like Transformers, you know? Like, people are going to walk no, out being like... Tra- no, it's, 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 be- it's better than Transformers, yeah. but, like, it's it's that kind of like, oh, well, a lot of stuff blew up, and it was fun to watch a lot of stuff blow up, so it's people thr- will go see it, This you know? whole movie is one throwaway line. Yeah, exactly. It's a throwaway line. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that's the one thing they leave open is like, oh, something's going on with B.B. Yeah. Wong. Nedry and, got away yeah, this time. Yeah, their side project and whatever, yeah. Um, so there's certainly a door open there for some other thing. And where it might be going, and my God, I should we should be so lucky. Um, and this is, I think, the origin of the militarized raptors. A long time ago, or, you know, a couple years In ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, there was... There were Tauntauns. A, no, there was a script for a Jurassic Park 4 um, that was bounced around a bunch. I think it was written by John Sayles. And it was about a group of paramilitary talking raptors. It was the Dirty Dozen with raptors. Okay. It was literally a a squadron, Alan. a squadron of raptors that I think they had been like genetic. I think they had like human DNA in them as well, so they were super smart. They could speak English and they could use guns and so, shit. And so, they had like gear and stuff. And they would like send them in on a mission, on like suicide missions, to like do stuff. It was the Dirty Dozen with raptors. Fucking, I want to watch that movie so bad. Wait. Are you kidding me? Holy shit. I want, I, I want a whole movie of Alan. We've seen that, though, and I'm trying to find the name of it. It does sound vaguely familiar. I can't. It was a cartoon when we were growing yeah, up. There were the shark guys. There were dinosaurs, and they had, like, battle armor. Dino riders? Maybe. One of my I'm fondest. for it now. Because I can't, for the life of me, remember the name of it, but it's what I was thinking Well, there were Dino Riders, which I loved when I was a child. Dino Riders and seeing if that's what I'm thinking of. But Dino Riders had a lot of aliens involved. Was it also a cartoon? Yes, it was. There was a cartoon of Dino Riders. Dino Riders Episode 1, The Adventure Begins on YouTube. Yes. Holy hell. Oh, the whole whole series is on YouTube. I did go back and watch it a few years ago. (laughs) Of course you did. Well, honestly, it was a big part of my childhood, Dino Riders. I, I, I vaguely recall this. But, but, but in Dino Riders, so the premise of Dino Riders is there were two alien species, one of whom looks like kind of animal people, and the other who looks vaguely humanoid from the 70s. Uh, they oh have God, been it's there. got yeah. the old commercials. There's a Tyco commercial. Happening. Oh, the whole, like, the whole thing was Tyco toys. All the commercials are Tyco. This, um, this is just an early episode. This doesn't look like what I remember. So the, well, okay, so the premise of how the, the dinosaurs can think in that one is that they can't. So the evil guy, so the, the good guys... Can they have a like a weird medallion that yeah, they wear? An amulet and, of some sort. An amulet thingy, and everybody has one, and they can use it to telepathically yeah, c- communicate with yeah. the dinosaurs, and they make friends. The bad guys. Yeah, I remember this, that. This is what I remember. The, the bad guys have to put these brain mind control devices called a brain box nice. on each dinosaur, and that's how they control them. 
So the dinosaur can't actually think in those. At yeah. All. And the toy tie-ins, it's so transparent. Oh my god. Oh, it's totally fantastic. They were great toys though. Yeah. Um, no, so that I think that is the origin of this. I think this is like a whole, like a sort of a holdover, or a, you know, a little appropriation from that script that never happened. But man, I I really want the BD Wong subplot to turn out to be talking military dinosaurs, like so fucking bad. Um, yeah. There's always that one guy who thinks they can do it better. No, no, yep. no see. There's no larger lesson here. It's just X, Y, and Z went wrong. Yeah, and I exactly. can fix those things, and I can do it better. As as Jeff pointed out to me on Facebook last night, uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, learning curves are for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John Stewart. Yeah. That is my favorite. Like I. I, I can't believe Judd Stewart is, like, just coming up with this concept, like, on his way out the door. It makes me so sad. Um, all right, well, let's go to some questions real quick. Uh, we asked for questions and comments from the internets here. Uh, Bill O'Connell, why is the T2 score not more celebrated for its use of aluminum siding? Uh, not really sure what that's all about, but... I love it. Yeah, that's true. That's how that's how it goes. I do like the like blue man when it like cuts to the grill oh, yeah. of the truck. That's really great. Yeah. Um, uh, Ian Kemp, uh, why did they start with cloning a super dangerous dinosaur? Why not start with a super cute one? I don't think they did. You know, combining the DNA of a panda or something. That's true. I gotta they say, put scary things in. I gotta there. say one thing. So I, I'm pretty sure that the pterodactyls with the T-Rex heads. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those were an earlier effort. <laughs> also, I want to talk about the pterodactyl house. Oh yeah, the, the whole aviary, the whole yeah. aviary. Because if that's what pterodactyls do when they get in contact with human beings, so basically what you have is a big sealed ball where people go in and get picked off by yeah. a thousand pterodactyls. It's like a butterfly house, except terrifying. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, what, what do you do in that aviary? Maybe they have an invisible gate, Bart. <laughs> I, yeah. Because clearly that works. I'll just say, I, I would thought assume... more would be made of the fact that she mentioned at one point that the invisible gates were failing. Like, yeah. I thought at some point that would be an issue. Yeah. I was going to say, I assume that it's probably one of those, like, uh, you know, everybody walks in and there's like a gla- like a you know a plexiglass roof above everybody, so that you see all the pterodactyls flying above you, but you don't ever actually as we interact learn, with them those and shit. Claws can't tear through plexiglass. I know, right? Um, Jared Waterworth, did you expect the raptor to wink at Chris Pratt at the end? I, as I said, thought he was going to salute. I legitimately in my head like, oh god, he's gonna salute him. Like that's what's gonna happen. Alan. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. I think that's totally Alan. right. I kind of wanted them to high five myself. Oh my god, uh, I would have been on board with high fiving. Have you seen the GIF of it's a raptor riding a shark, <laughs> holding a bazooka? No. Uh, no, but I need to. That's the that's what I thought. All right. <laughs> Finally, Jeff Schwartz wants to know uh, when will someone give Judy Greer a movie role befitting her talents? Uh, and that's Jamie made the exact same comment coming out of the theater. Um, you know, Judy Greer, Judy Greer just showing up in everything these days, but like in very minor roles, you know, she was in Tomorrowland, like in a shaky a camcorder scene. Like what? Well, yeah. You don't and even see her. You just hear her. She's uh, so talented. She, she was in, uh, the last Planet of the Apes movie, but she does all motion capture and she doesn't speak. She's oh, Caesar's right. wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she doesn't speak, and it's just doing motion capture Daily work. Daly was trying to be generous and saying maybe she just is one of those people who's like, I don't care what it is. I just want to work. So I'll yeah. take like three. She minutes wants here, to be in a Planet of the Apes movie. She wants to be in a Jurassic but World sadly, movie. Sadly, like, well, but Sam Jackson is like the lead or co-lead in a lot of the movies he does. He doesn't care about quality necessarily. Yeah. But yeah. he's like a he's a meaty character usually. Yeah. I feel like sadly it's probably not that. I feel like, and this is not my opinion, but I feel like it's probably Hollywood's opinion that like. 
she's not your conventionally like hot beautiful like hollywood starlet type and well, she's, she's also now in, like, like mom age 30s yeah. and early 40s and stuff so i wouldn't be surprised if like this is all that like she can really get which is depressing as hell well, because she is she, amazing i think there's another side to that uh i feel like she may not be the kind of actress that maybe really loves doing a big like big budget like hollywood type movie like she i think she really loves doing indie movies because she still is prolific in the indie scene like mm. she's in like she, i was a south by she was in a couple of movies there um and she's also she's doing a lot of tv she does archer, archer. and she's got her own sitcom on say uh, goodbye to these I know, right? last time you're gonna see him exactly i was really hoping she'd say that to her husband i think <laughs> she likes i think she likes steve jesus christ that scene would have been a thousand times better <laughs> holy shit i would have um, forgiven this movie basically i know right <laughs> everything if that had happened that had oh happened. my god uh, no, she's got uh, she's got Archer. She's got married on FX. Um, I, I think she likes doing comedy more. I think she likes doing the indie scene better. I think like the, you know the big budget Hollywood spectacle movies are probably not really her thing. I, I remember reading that she did the motion capture in uh, Planet of the Apes because I think her husband is like a big Planet of the Apes fan, and so like when they approached her or whatever, she was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to have lines with yeah. the scene whatever, hey, but like, hey, it'll be like a cool thing. Like, you know, well, yeah, my husband will love it. Like he can come to the set and he can like be around a Planet of the Apes movie. Like that would be a cool thing for him. So yeah, we'll totally do that. You know, yeah. like, and, and exactly. And she can do, you know, a couple of scenes in a Jurassic World movie and, you know, and, and, and it's fine, and you know, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, uh, I, look, I want to see Judy Greer in all the things. She's wonderful, but, uh, I feel like she's probably, got uh you know a pretty mo- good modicum of control over what she's doing and what she's not doing these days so well look i don't i don't have much else here and we're certainly sort of at time a little bit right. um heart of the ghostbusters nope um, that's easy we need a human and we need a dinosaur heart of the ghostbusters so Fine. let's start with the humans i think easy yeah it's gotta be jake johnson yes! right yes no oh J- god yes because he understands yeah he doesn't want there to be corporate sponsorship he doesn't understand why people can't just be happy with regular dinosaurs he's like all these other dinosaurs are stupid like he wants the old jurassic park yeah. shirt he's like, wearing a jurassic he, park shirt he's just like he loves dinosaurs and that's why he's there he has wonder and he also stays when everyone else gets evacuated yeah, well, and, I, I love and also him. all of his comic relief works like yes. every single bit of it totally works him. the bit with the other the female technician yeah. and he tries to kiss her and she's like oh i have a boyfriend, have a boyfriend. Well, you never talk about him well i'm at yeah, work, I'm at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i love that moment um, no he was the best i was like he's got all his dinosaur toys like he just like he has wonder and awe yeah. and is there for the right reasons love him love him all, all the, the time yeah um and hates all the right things to hate before i get your heart of ghostbusters mark because clearly you have somebody else oh, of course I do. there is one other thing i wanted to mention and that's i actually really love when they like stumble upon the original visitor center yeah and they stumble upon like original jurassic park it seems kind of silly that they would just like let it like rot out in the woods that they wouldn't like build the new one around the old yeah, one prob- or that they probably wouldn't demolish the better, it. Like, that was probably the best site on the island yeah would think. for a reason you know so yeah. it seems silly that it would just sort of like be out there like overgrown in the trees or something but also getting those jeeps going that's some bullshit i know right <laughs> oh my god but i can't i not... don't care how good they were and they restored their grandfather's old buick or whatever. yeah I know. some bullshit those tires would be square those batteries would be dead 
Why did they? What tools? What what the fuck was he doing with a wrench? Where did, like what what were you That's doing? That's what I was wondering too. Like when he's like, here, hold this battery and whatever. I'm like, all you have are super old batteries. If this one's out, they're the all rest dead. Are out yeah. Twenty years old, yeah, man. Yeah, the rest are out too. I don't know where you're getting a new like one my battery from. that I've been using for the past three years. Every day is dead, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, I couldn't, uh, but I couldn't help but love like you know any scene where you where they come upon a dusty version of one of those crazy night vision scopes with the yeah. with the lights the on it for yeah. no reason because yeah. you know what always works putting lights on, on a, a night, night vision, vision scope like, yeah exactly um, so I mean it's it that's it again nice. also nice like nod. just my kind of dumb so I yeah, love that. I mean fine so, wait so you you're not picking the beard guy. I'm amazed. Uh, no, I gotta go Jake Johnson. All right, well, guy? you're all wrong. <laughs> no, you're all wrong. All right, Owen. The real heart of the Ghostbusters here, and the guy you should pick because you're wrong, <laughs> is the dude. The dude. The dude. He is the dude. The guy, the, he doesn't have a name. He's the visitor who doesn't spill his drinks. <laughs> because the margarita, the, the margarita guy, because that's the dude. Oh my God, hey, man. Actors are attacking. Everyone's getting their eyes picked Careful, up. man. Grab your margaritas anyway. Careful, man. There's a beverage. That guy had commitment. You're that's not, the guy you want to drink with. If he had, if he had extra hands, he'd be having the like, oh pop of the margaritas. Like, like, don't spill. Like, fuck you. I'm on vacation. Like, <laughs> you have any idea how much money I paid for this? Those, yeah, that's yeah, those the are guy. probably like $18 margaritas. That's your guy. <laughs> that's that's the guy you want to drink with. That is true. That is a you very valid point, sir. All costs. You, are, you are correct. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, Dino, <laughs> Dino Heart of the Ghostbusters? I picked the baby triceratops that you can ride. The ba- okay. Mostly because they were adorable. They were adorable. They were the only dinosaurs who were legitimately non-threatening. All I could think of was oh dino God, droppings. When that, ter- when that pterodactyl was trying to attack the little baby dinosaur, the little baby <laughs> triceratops in the ride i was like oh no <laughs> but it couldn't lift it up but i know but also like when they were saying there's a height limit i'm like i know they're tiny but i bet they can hold a lot more than that like they're not regular baby animals they're baby dinosaurs i could ride it yeah like, right don't tell me i can't because i I'll lop, me- I'll lop my legs off until i'm under 48 inches <laughs> like i don't care find me a bigger get one on that yeah. dinosaur um, Give me also, one of puberty. <laughs> really quick, that reminded me though, saying the pterodactyl, that one scene I really found unpleasant was when Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant, assistant yeah. when the pterodactyl gets her. Mm-hmm. I just felt that scene unnecessarily protracted. Oh, like, she you, was killed in you, so many ways. But you <laughs> have to watch the pterodactyl like toss her around and take her underwater like and three times. Again, yeah. And, like, break her in every i was like why are you doing this like none of the other jurassic park movies have ever like been happy about somebody masochistic death. yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah this movie is like yeah why are you doing well, this I get it. and, and it's so also not another like another scene where i was like why movie and it's not like why? she's nedry where it's like oh she's she awful was, yeah, and she, she deserves fine. to be yeah, like no, you want to see her go she, down she didn't do anything wrong the kids. yeah yeah and they just happened to duck at the right moment. And so it got her instead. But I was like, why are you dragging this poor woman's death out? I know. Uh, that wasn't right. Uh, Bart, your dino heart. Dino hardo Ghostbusters. Oh, easy. That would be the the self-aware spitter hologram at the end. <laughs> it's the only one that was ever self-aware. It, it interacted with that raptor. It's true. That it one. jumped right up in its face. That was pretty good. No, no it, it didn't. Lo- no, it did. Its eyes followed the raptor as it was. Wa- no, like- but I'm saying it didn't jump right up in his face. The kid did it. No, no, no. I know. No, I, the kid turned it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the kid turned it the on. Kid was yeah, smart. but yeah, but but that that one hologram was the only one that ever actually interacted with anything in the room. Yeah, the other ones were just sort of like pre-programmed. This one. 
like followed the raptor around. I was like, that one's self-aware. <laughs> Shit, this movie's about to go in a whole other direction. It's Skynet. It's Dino yes. Skynet. Yeah, which but that would... was also like another thing I didn't like is at the end of the first one, it was like the animals were just kind of like doing what they do. You know, like the T Rex wasn't trying to help anything. The T Rex was like food and like happened to come at the right Sorry, moment. What was the T Rex saying? Food. Okay, just and came at the right moment and distracted the raptors. This was like Raptor T Rex teaming up together, and that's well, why I thought it was Godzilla. Like, oh, it's just here to save the humans. Like that no, was that's not what happened. Very Godzilla. That's not how animals work. Yeah, um, that fucking raptor hero <laughs> shot. Oh my god, of the raptor just like coming around the corner with explosions behind and it. You and I were the only ones in the we whole theater who lost laughed. our minds. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Who's your dinosaur heart is? Uh, you know, I that hero shot almost cemented it for me as for that raptor. Um, no, but I'm actually gonna go with the uh, ankylosaurs. The I think that's how you say it. The the ones with the spiky ball tails. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I actually really love. You remember those guys? Yeah, because that's like that's one of those dinosaurs that I've always kind of loved and has like never really shown up in any of these movies. Um, and so they have that great moment with them in the in the woods where they sort of like come upon a bunch of them I in like the trees. I like how he defends himself for a while, like his little plate armors help yeah, him for a while. Yeah, that was the part that I thought was really yeah. cool. Like that's a really smart. It's like, oh no, the the Rex can't get his jaws around because the top part is protecting him, and he's got to like flip him over to like get at the soft part. I was like, oh, that, like that's a cool like bit. A poor sad little turtle. I, I know. Felt so sad for all the veggie sources. I know, in this right? Movie. They all just get annihilated. They're all just there so to get sad. eaten. I felt weird when they called the Pachycephalosauruses. Packies. It's, like, it's like the packies are loose again. Yeah, I was I like, ooh, Whoa. what? Hey, Jurassic races world. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so Jurassic subcontinent. Well, you'll notice that one guy was very obsessed with the fact that the Indominus was white. You That's can tell true. Oh was man, white. I know, right? Like, oh my That's gonna God. scare everybody. Like, <laughs> I will say, I didn't want that guy to die because that guy seemed to have like the right mind of things. You know, not yeah. that oh, not that so it would be realistic for the dinosaurs though. to only kill the bad guys. Like that isn't something I would want to see either. But he seemed to have like a little bit more. Like, no, like we're making dinosaurs here. Like this is he, amazing. Well, he also he, seemed willfully was, ignorant. Basically, he was, with, yeah, which I have no patience for. But he was also really inconsistently written. Yeah, because... yeah. But I'm also very confused. Like who's in charge because it seems like he owns the park and yet he doesn't know what InGen is doing like everything in the lab is like classified independent contractors i was like i don't understand like who is in charge of this joint but it's nice to see Irfan khan in a role where he is not like the conniving like devious asshole like villain behind the whole thing where he's like he's just a self-important yeah exactly i really love when he's like Dude, you sh- there isn't anyone else who can fly this helicopter? We don't need anybody no, the best else. Was, I love you guys that. serve <laughs> the armed forces? That was his, like, Bill Pullman moment. I know, it was like, awesome. I'm gonna do it like, myself. I'm a pilot, Will. I'm not in the air. No, no, you know, was, Your general ever ride into battle with you? <laughs> I was like, really? God damn it. All right, well, that puts a fucking cork in Jurassic World. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, well. Whatever. It's popcorn entertainment. Yeah, exactly. It was with a, fine. It, it's popcorn entertainment with a Meh. lot of problems. Yeah. Meh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and nothing I more. I like other popcorn yeah. entertainment. It, it is, doesn't make me want to kill yes, things. problematic at best. Uh, well, next week we will uh, obviously be continuing oh, with Terminator. Terminator 3. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, our sneaky favorite Terminator movie. Uh, we're really excited about it. Um, and then we I can't will... wait to see Arnold go through that building on the crane. I know. Blu-ray. I know. I know. Uh, and then our new release next week uh, is one of the only few movies left this summer that I have like really high expectations and really high hopes for, but I think is actually going to be really legitimately great, and that's uh, Pixar's Inside Out. Jamie, you are not 
to be found on the Twitters. All right. Uh, Bart figured out his password to the Twitters. Yeah, I still don't care, though. Yeah, I know. You're at Billy Dagwood. Uh, I am. You are, although there's not much to be seen, to be seen there. No. Uh, you could follow <laughs> me at mdaily one and you can, of course, follow the blog, dailyscreening.com. D-A-L-E-Y. That's true. That's how you spell it. I would hope they know that by I, now. One would hope, yeah. Know. Uh, and, of course, you can listen to the podcast here on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Uh, rate us, review us. We've had fun talking. I hope you've had fun listening. Have a lovely evening and a fantastical tomorrow. 